0: You're listening to The Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast, the show that guides you on your holistic lifestyle journey to a healthy body, mind, and soul aligned with nature. Hello and welcome to episode number 35 of The Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast. This episode is going to be about the 12 immutable laws of the universe. You might not have heard of these or you might have. They're kind of something that only people really know about if they've been studying spirituality for a long time. Um, So I made a video about this, and it's actually by far my most popular video. And that kind of blows me away because my overall message is about holistic wellness. And so this subject is not particularly related to holistic wellness. However, it is... Um, one of the underlying fundamental building blocks of the universe and part of spirituality is having a knowledge for one thing of how the universe works and how we can work with these laws to help us live better lives basically because you know the more you understand about life the better you can create a life of your you know how you want to live basically so This is very fundamental knowledge and let's get right into it. So first of all, I'm going to name off these laws before I get into each one. So they are the law of divine oneness, the law of vibration, the law of inspired action, the law of correspondence, the law of cause and effect, the law of compensation, the law of attraction. Of course, everybody's heard of that one. The Law of Perpetual Transmutation of Energy, The Law of Relativity, The Law of Polarity, The Law of Rhythm, and The Law of Gender. So most of those are probably something that is new to you, so you're probably going to want to pay attention to this podcast episode because this is going to be full of information that will help your life. So. Everybody's heard of the law of attraction, especially if you've been into spiritual things, because you're most likely aware of the movie and the book, The Secret. The truth is, there are more than just that law, though, and that's kind of why a lot of people say that the law of attraction doesn't work for them. And that's because sometimes some of these other laws are getting in the way. So here we go. Let's do the first one, the law of divine oneness. This law states that everything in existence is one. Things appear separate, but that's only in the third dimension where we are limited by our senses. Think of it as a field of energy. Everything is energy, so it would make sense that it's all one giant mass of swirling energy. We have influence over things, and that could not happen if we were all not one. You can also think of this as an ocean. You know that the ocean is a big unified thing, but you also know that you can take singular drops out of the ocean and they appear separate, but put them back in and they once again become like the separation never happened. So how can you use this law in your life? You can treat all living things as if they were you because in essence they are. We are all drops in the same giant ocean. When you hurt one part, you hurt another. Having respect for the collective living thing that is life is how you honor this law. This includes yourself, other humans, animals, plants, and all of nature. So, the next law is the law of vibration. This law states that everything is made of energy and is vibrating at a certain frequency. An easy way to understand this is to observe sound and light. Low-pitched sounds, which are vibrating lower, have a a loose scattered quality and the high-pitched sounds that are vibrating higher have a tight focused quality, which is the complete opposite. With light, you can see it anytime water and sunlight interact to make a rainbow. You can also see it when glass refracts light, you see the same spectrum of colors. These are primarily the primary colors from which all other colors are derived depending on their frequency. So everything in life vibrates, we just can't see it because in this dimension, humans can only see a certain section of the entire spectrum of light. And we can only hear a certain section of the entire spectrum of sound. And this is why spiritual people often get mocked because they believe in things that people can't see or hear. But science has proven that there's only a small spectrum of light and sound that we can see. So that's why I, I think I like to talk about this a lot because, um, I mean, I think spirituality can be adapted by anyone if they just understand these basic principles. So how can you use the law of vibration in your life? So since thoughts also have a frequency, they eventually create our reality. So the higher your vibration, the higher vibration your reality will be because your reality will reflect back to you the state of your inner vibration. You can raise your vibration by being grateful, being positive, living an authentic life, which is being the real you, respecting and honoring other living things, being connected to the universe, God, source energy, nature, and following your heart as opposed to your mind. You will know that you are vibrating higher when you notice the signs of going through a spiritual awakening. You will no longer want drama in your life. You will no longer feel the need for mindless entertainment. So I I have an, a blog post Um, about spiritual awakening and how you can tell if you're going through that, so I will leave a link down below in the show notes for that article. I also have a video too, so lots of information about that out there from me if you are interested more in learning about vibrating higher and going through spiritual awakening. So moving on to the next law, we've got the Law of Inspired Action. This law states that we must take action in order to manifest our reality. If we desire something, it isn't enough to just wish and dream. We must take inspired action. Inspired action is defined as taking physical action steps based on inspiration, motivation, and our imaginations. We must first have the thought or idea and then become inspired and motivated to use our imaginations to bring that thought or idea to life. So as you might've guessed, inspired action is not having the thought to plop yourself on the couch. (laughs) That is a good example of a simple low vibrational action, not inspired action. A good example would be to start a business or buying a book on a subject you want to learn about inspiration comes from your higher self, not your ego or your, your survival needs or your carnal desires. So how can you use this law in your life? Inspired action happens more and more the higher your vibration is. So, at first you might have a hard time coming up with ideas or thoughts that are different from the ones you always have. Some practical ways that you can make this happen easier are to meditate, to expand your mind through spiritual books and videos, exploring your interests and hobbies, and spending time with successful, happy people. The phrase follow your heart sounds cliche, but it's so true. The more that you do what you love, the more you will be inspired to improve and expand upon that. Just ask any entrepreneur. Once you start following your heart and not what the rest of the world wants you to do, you will get in the zone and be in the flow. And then the floodgates of inspiring ideas will burst. So the next law we have is the law of correspondence. This law states that patterns repeat themselves throughout the universe and within us and our lives. We can interact with these patterns because we are all one. When you raise your vibration and take inspired action, you will naturally enter a state of flow. Sometimes this is called your dharma or your life purpose. That is how you, are, how you know that you are high, vibrating at a high level. Your outward life is a reflection of your inward life. This is what the phrase as above, so below means, and that is the essence of the law of correspondence. So the inner world corresponds with the outer world, like a mirror. How can you use this law in your life? You can observe your thoughts and begin to change them. You can change your thoughts and you will change your life. You can make your thoughts and emotions match what you want your reality to be like. Contrary to what most people say, when when you hear the phrase, seeing is believing, it actually is the other way around. Once you believe it, you will see it. You can meditate using binaural beats to put your brain into the alpha state and then imagine your dream life. Don't let any resisting thoughts take hold. Instead, just hold the emotion in your mind of what it would feel like to achieve this dream life. So the next law is the law of cause and effect. This law states that every thought and action has an effect. Nothing just happens independently of itself. There's always a cause. A good way to think of this is the phrase, you reap what you sow. So this is some good inspiration to always do good deeds and be a good person karma means an experience of an effect that you set in motion by creating the cause. So how can you use this law in your life? This is similar to the law of oneness because everything is connected. Everything you do will affect something else. It's pretty simple, but it's hard to do, but being a good person is basically it. Sometimes hurting others isn't intentional, but It's helpful to meditate, contemplate, and do some journaling to help yourself observe your patterns and then make necessary changes. So when you notice harmful thoughts, remember this law and you could prevent yourself from making a harmful action that you could, um, it could affect you negatively in the future. So the next law is the law of compensation. This is a similar law to the law of cause and effect where you will get returned to you equal value of what you give out. It is sometimes referred to when talking about money, blessings and gifts. However, this can apply to anything because it works on an energetic level. So you can apply this law into your life by giving what you are able to and you can expect equal compensation in another form. So be generous in giving and you know a, a good way to do this is to volunteer since it is a selfless act based only on helping others this is also why many people that are wealthy will donate because when you're donating money you are opening the the energetic exchanges to keep money flowing into your life so now we're to the law of attraction and i assume this law needs no introduction it's It's really just a mix of the the law of vibration and the law of correspondence, really. It states that like attracts like based on your energy. So think of it as the entire action process of thoughts becoming things. So um, contrary to what people think, it cannot be done solely on thoughts alone. So thoughts are where it starts, but the entire process requires action steps. So how can you use the law of attraction in your life? First of all, raise your vibration to make your outer world match your inner world and follow all of the suggestions given in this article and you will, well, this blog post that I'm reading from to (laughs) make this podcast, you will attract a higher vibrational reality. Starting with the thoughts and expanding out into how you interact with the world, the vibration of your thoughts and actions plus inspired action will eventually make your outer reality match the inside. There really is no separate thing you have to do once you get your mindset vibrating higher, other than the action steps that will bring each of your goals to you. And that's where the law of inspired action comes in because first you have the thought and then you take the inspired action. And that's begins the cycle of the law of attraction. So the next law we have is the law of perpetual transmutation of energy. This law is much more simple than the name sounds. This energy can be changed at any time. Uh, Positive energy is more powerful than negative energy. This is why you can do one small thing to quickly improve your mood and make your whole day better. We are powerful beings with minds that can change energy or transmute energy and this will never cease to be. So how can you use this law in your life? Start with something small if you have to. Go for a walk light a candle, meditate, listen to your favorite song, re- read a favorite book or reread a book that you love, eat your favorite meal, call someone you love. The possibilities are really endless. So once we shift into a negative mindset, or from a negative mindset into a positive one, we can keep the momentum going easier. In this way, we can form good habits and train ourselves to make bigger energetic changes in our lives. The next law is the law of relativity. This law states that nothing is inherently good or bad until it is compared to something else. It also states that things are seen differently depending on the beliefs and experiences of the person seeing them. So in other words, someone with a different reality will see things in a different way. So the thing itself is neither good nor bad. This law teaches us not to be judgmental since we cannot know how someone else's beliefs and experiences are affecting their views. It also helps us to think of a bad situation as a lesson to us that there are worse situations out there that you could be in. So how can you use this law in your life? Whenever you think you have it bad, just remember someone else out there would love to be in your shoes because they are in a worse situation so look at it from a different perspective think of the situation as being on a spectrum there is always another direction or position from which to see it a good way to do this is to keep a gratitude journal gratitude will change your perspective instantly for example if someone you love was injured in an accident and has to undergo months of surgery and therapy you can be grateful that they are still alive There are many families of accident victims that would trade anything to have their loved one in the hospital instead of the grave. The next law is the law of polarity. This law states that everything has an opposite. This is similar to the law of relativity. Imagine a spectrum where on one end is the extreme version of something and the other end is the opposite extreme version of that same thing. So think like hot and cold, light and dark, and high and low. These are some examples of these opposites because everything that exists has an opposite. So how does this apply to us? We must experience one extreme in order to be aware of and appreciate the other. So you can't know something that you don't know the opposite of. This is the reason why we must go through hardships in order to grow. We must be stuck in the dark first to appreciate the light. This also helps create our realities by giving us a guide to what we want. For example, if you grew up in the extreme cold darkness of Alaska and you hated it, you would then know that you want to move to a place close to the equator where it was hot and sunny. Or maybe you had an abusive parent, which would hopefully cause you to be a better parent to your children. So how can you use this law in your life? If you want to create a better reality, identify areas of your life that you don't like and then create the opposite. If you are experiencing suffering in area in any area of your life, find whatever is the opposite of that and then strive to achieve that. So you can use the spectrum of opposites to guide you to make the changes and use a gratitude journal to help you view this Um, extreme in a better way and then work your way towards the other end of the spectrum. The law of rhythm. This law states that everything in existence operates in cycles, patterns, and rhythms. This includes the seasons, the day and night cycle, the patterns of growth, and stages of development. This law gives us a few lessons to learn. So the first lesson to learn from this law is that there is a time for everything and a time for its opposite. There is a time for planting and a time for harvesting. There's a time for action and a time for rest. We should live our lives in alignment with these cycles and rhythms. This is something I talk about all the time. It's crucial to our health. So like you wouldn't go out in the dead of winter and try to plant a garden, you know, things like that. So learn to identify these cycles and rhythms so that you can live in accordance with them. This is, in essence, what living a healthy, holistic lifestyle is all about, living in harmony with nature and all of its ebbs and flows. So the second lesson to learn by this law is that nothing in life grows or develops in a straight line. Things grow in a spiral in nature and in our personal lives. There will be setbacks, roadblocks and obstacles to your goals that send you in circles rather than straight from point A to point B. Life is often like taking two steps forward and one step back. A lot of people could relate to that, I'm sure. And likewise, stages of development require us to accept the stage something is in rather than expecting it to advance unnaturally. Everything has to go through the same pattern of growth, just sometimes at different speeds. So how can you use this law in your life? you can live in alignment with the natural rhythms and cycles by adapting properly to each season, to each hour of the day, and each stage of growth. You can eat foods that are in season, try to sleep when it's dark, follow the moon phases and their effect on us, and never force something if nature isn't supporting it. So, we have the last law here, and that is the law of gender this law states that masculine and feminine qualities make up all of creation these are qualities not necessarily genders as we know them everyone has masculine and feminine qualities within us to different degrees and balancing these energies is an important lesson to learn from this law So here's a short list of some of the masculine qualities. So these apply to everything in life, not just our bodies and personalities. Things like uh, being fiery, being action oriented, building energy, strong, stable, decisive, competitive, independent, hard, analytical, penetrating, and aggressive. So here are some feminine qualities, fluid, like emotional, sensitive, watery, soft, creative, inspirational, nurturing, supportive, receptive, compassionate, empathetic, and passive. So how can you use this law in your life? Learn the masculine and feminine qualities that exist, and then identify which ones you can relate to. The more you learn about these qualities, you will start to see them in everything. When one of these qualities is out of balance, you can fix the imbalance by incorporating more aspects of the opposite quality. So all things in life have these qualities and it can be easier than trying to change your personality. For example, if you're a man with too much anger, you can balance that out by adding more feminine things to your life like meditation and journaling. So you can learn more about yourself and why you have so much anger. If you're a woman who is too passive and can't make decisions, it would be helpful to do something to build energy within you that can stimulate you like an intense exercise or building something. So now we're done going through the laws and I'm going to just say a little bit more here that these laws work together to shape our universe and our lives. So working with them rather than against them will give us the greatest chance of creating the reality we want and ensuring our happiness and inner peace so these laws do not work independently of each other they are like a big system of interconnectedness just like everything else in the universe so that's the end of this podcast episode and thank you so much for joining me Be sure to visit my website, holisticlifestyleguide.com, where you can read articles about holistic health and wellness that includes physical, mental, and spiritual information. You can subscribe to get freebies delivered to your inbox every Tuesday. And thank you so much for listening, and I hope to have you on board for the next episode.